Welcome to the John Lennon Hour with host Jude Sutherland Kessler, author of the John Lennon series. Purchase your book at johnlennonseries.com. you're a Beatles fan, and since you're listening to this program, I'm pretty sure you are, I can read your mind. Yep, that's right, I can read your mind. I can even list for you four of the things you have on your bucket list. Okay, number one, you want to see a Beatle in concert live. Is that right? I thought so. You want to go to London and cross the Abbey Road Zebra. I knew it. Now, this should be your number one. You want to make that pilgrimage to Liverpool, and believe me, it's worth it. And number four, you want to go to the Fest for Beatles fans. I knew it. The Fest for Beatles fans, that wonderful bi-yearly event, first in New York in March, and then in Chicago in August, that three-day great celebration of the Fab Four featuring concerts and art shows, sing-alongs, great marketplace shopping, celebrities and seminars, panel discussions, happenings. Yes, we have happenings. They didn't die out with the 1960s. Happenings and most of all, fun. Look, thousands and thousands of fans of all ages, from toddlers. We have children there who are two years old, to teens, lots of teens, to truly was there and did that, folks, gather. They sing, they dance, they watch Beatles movies, they buy memorabilia, chat, laugh, totally enjoy the sights and sounds of the Beatles, and they have the time of their lives. A fest for Beatles fans is incredible. Fest organizers Mark and Carol Lapidos and their great daughters Jessica and Michelle work for months and months and months before each of these big fests to bring in the best Beatle-related celebrities, such as George Harrison's sister Louise, who was featured on this program two weeks ago. We're not going to really talk about her tonight, but guys, she's going to be at the August Fest, and if you want to meet George Harrison's sister, that's the place to be. They make sure that there is something for every age group and every interest range. So it's not just for teens. It's not just for baby boomers. It's for everything. The variety of things to see and hear and learn and enjoy is mind-boggling. So when I was asked by Rebeat Magazine editor Allison Boron to write an article on the 10 best of the fest, the 10 best things about the fest, I was a little a bit daunted. I mean, selecting only 10 things to see and do in those three days, coming up August 14th through 16th at the Hyatt Regency O'Hare. Really, Allison, only 10 things? Seriously? But as my mother always said, I had it to do. So I just knuckled down and I got with it. And tonight, I'm going to share with you 10 of the best things about the Fest for Beatles fans. Now, I'm not going to reveal all of them because I actually want you to go to Rebeat, R-E-B-E-A-T, Rebeat Mag, M-A-G, RebeatMag.com, 
and read the article and to enjoy Rebeat Magazine, a wonderful publication about the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. Go there and enjoy Rebeat Magazine. But you're going to get to hear some of the things about the fifth, so let's get rocking and rolling. Now, item number 10 is, shh, a secret. But I will tell you this. Our number 10 is a number one. She, and there's your hint, she's award-winning, she's vivacious, She's outgoing. She is a real highlight of the fest. Number 10 isn't to be missed. She's in a Hall of Fame, so can you guess who it is? Well, visit RebeatMag.com and you'll find out. Now at number 9, number 9, our John's favorite number, I selected the amazing, amazing array of seminars and panels that make the fest for Beatles fans not just a place to kick up your heels and have fun, which it is, but a place to really learn about the Beatles. Their music, both together as a band and then individually in their solo careers, their impact on society, their films and art, their lives, their personalities. And I'm not going to tell you all of the distinguished experts and authors and biographers that I selected for this category, but I would like to share my favorites. The first is a friend of mine who hails from New York City. She conducts an incredible walking tour of New York City, the Fab Four NYC walking tour found at Fab Four, that's the numeral four, NYC tours dot Weebly, W-E-E-B-L-Y, Weebly dot com. She writes for Rebeat Magazine. In fact, she wrote this very article a couple of years ago, and man, having to follow her act was not fun. She's a great writer. And she's the moderator for one of the most popular panels at the entire Fest weekend. She's bold. She's upfront. She's unafraid to speak out. So help me welcome to the show my friend and author, Susan Ryan. Susan, are you there? I'm here. Jude, can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. Welcome to the show, my friend. How are you? I am just fine weathering the extreme heat here in New York City, but doing well. Did I get your website for fab4nyctours.weebly.com? Is that right? Yes, that's absolutely correct, and I hope that people will check the tour out. Um, the website will tell them everything they need to know and give them some of the highlights of the things that they'll see if they take my tour when they come to New York City. Uh, that is on my bucket list. I want to do it. I have got to get a free day in March. I've got to just make myself get a free day and enjoy that tour because I've seen your video, your Beatles walking tour video. What is the exact name of your video, Susan? The video was done several years ago, and it's called John Lennon's New York, and it was produced by a company called Arts Magic in 2007. So it's it's in need of an update, but I don't know when that will happen, when or if that will happen. But it's more specifically geared towards John, so some of the sites are the same as my Beatles tour, but some of them are not. So it's kind of a little bit of the best of both. Well, I've seen it, and it's magnificent, so people will have tons of fun if they take this tour. Now, let's get to this great panel discussion. You're leading a a panel that's new for about, what, three or four years now, and it it has bowled people over, and it's a discussion panel made up of women historians who specialize in the Beatles. So why only women? Give us a scoop. 
Well, a part of the reason that we started with this panel was there was a discussion a number of years ago, and it happened actually on stage with um, Terry Hemmert, uh, the, the MC, and uh, we were talking about um, women authors and women experts and how uh, we, we women sort of noted that we, we didn't get the same kind of respect as historians and knowledgeable um, knowledgeable people that the guys do. Uh, mind you, that doesn't come from any of the male experts. That kind of comes uh, more generally. Uh, there's this perception that because you're female, the only thing you could possibly be interested in is how cute they are, which is not true. I mean, I know plenty of very serious um, women historians, you being one of them, Jude, but there are plenty of us out there, and we know everything. We are audiophiles, we are um, information-aholics, and we know all this stuff just as well as any of the guys do. So this kind of grew out of that, and it has evolved over the years into something truly wonderful. Yeah, and there are plenty of cute male historians too, right? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I think all we never hear guys. about that. Yeah, well, I but think all the guys. <laughs> they're all adorable. What can I say? Especially that hot potato, Jim Birkenstadt, who's coming up in a few minutes. There you go. <laughs> we'll, have to pick, we'll pick on him, and it's the truth. Well, now each year your group tackles a very serious topic, and this year you're taking on two topics. And if I'm not mistaken, you're actually going to do two different seminars or panel discussions. So tell us about what you have planned. Well, I'm not sure which one's going to come first because the final schedule uh, isn't going to be uh, done, uh, I think, till right before the fest happens. So I'm not sure which panel is going to happen first. But we were lucky enough to get two panels this year instead of just one, one on Saturday and one on Sunday. And we're going to do a discussion of the uh, 20th anniversary of the anthology, and its impact on the fandom. Uh, we're going to talk wow. about uh, what happened 20 years ago when the Beatles anthology uh, was shown on television and how it brought new fans to the Beatles and how it affected old fans who had been fans from the beginning and from later, but not that late. Um, uh -huh. And we're going to discuss that. And then the set, well, the other one, I can't say second for sure, but the other one is going to be a discussion of the 50th anniversary of Help!, Wow. Help so the movie, got, help the LP, or both? Both, both. Uh, probably leaning more towards the movie, but both. Um, right. Because we, we felt that that was a topic that was timely, as well as the anthology. We've got a, you know, anniversaries are coming uh, one after the other very rapidly uh, since, you know, 2014. We've got an anniversaries coming one after the other, after the other, after the other. And these seem to be particularly timely ones, especially the anthology one, because we realized not only was it 50 years since certain things, but it was 20 years since certain things. So right. we decided that we would, we would discuss that. that. Well, people will love that, and they can even you know, chime in and, and ask questions and be a part of that. Now, Susan, we're running out of time, but very quickly, tell us who is going to star on these women's uh, historians panels in Chicago, and give us a little bit about these people. Okay, there's going to be a rotating cast of characters. I'm the moderator. A couple of people are right. going to be on both days. Some people are only going to be on on one. Uh, we're going to have uh, Lena Stagg of Recipe Records Cookbooks. We're going to have Catherine Cox, who is a um, musicologist with a degree from uh, University of Michigan, and uh, she's an authority on the Beatles. She wrote a thesis paper on the Beatles and uh, 
from a musicologist standpoint. Uh, mm -hmm. Then we're going to have John Lennon, our favorite Kit O'Toole, uh, of yes. course, editor at um, uh, Beatle Fan Magazine and at uh, a whole bunch of other online publications. Uh, we're going right. to have Karen Duhai, who is a local Chicago historian and linguist who has written about the Beatles from a linguistic standpoint. Uh, we're going to have um, Katie Jones, who is also a local Chicago Beatles historian, um, who's going to be uh, do on her first panel um, at the fest this time around. We're going to have Erica Abrams, who is also a writer for Rebeat Magazine. She's she's mm -hmm. really Rebeat's resident Beatles girl. Um, right. And um, she was on the panel in New York for the first time, and she was absolutely fabulous. She's beyond knowledgeable. Um, Sarah Schmidt, who runs um, the blog uh, Meet the Beatles for Real, um, mm -hmm. who lives in St. Louis and is currently working on a book about the Beatles in St. Louis. Um, hopefully, if she's there, we're going to have Rebeat editor Alison Boron. And mm -hmm. last but never least, we're going to have uh, Tina Kukla, another local Beatles historian and uh, novelist and author of several books. And uh, we're going to all, in various configurations be discussing these two topics. Some people are going to be there on Saturday only. Some people are going to be there on Sunday only. So we're going to have right. to figure out who's on what panel. But that's basically who they are. Well, that's pretty darn impressive. So make time when you get to the fest, get your brochure, find out when the Women Historians panel is going to be, and circle it and get there. Susan, thank you for being on the show. And I will see you in just about a week at the Hyatt. I am really excited to see everybody, and just remember that the panels are happening in the O'Hare room because they're going to be up the stairs and in the back of the, the restaurant, and people didn't realize that room was there last year. That's where the discussion okay. panels, all of them are going to be happening. Thank you very much, Jude, and I'm looking forward to seeing you and everybody else at the fest. Okay, travel safely, my friend. You too, my dear. Thank you very much. I'll see you soon. Thank you. Okay. All right. I love still and. And our number nine slide, we're still talking about the panels and the seminars. I have to mention one more presentation, and I'm actually going to be working on this one myself with one of the most thorough Beatle experts on the planet. In fact, he's earned the title, the rock and roll detective, Mr. Jim Birkenstadt. Now, Jim is a serious researcher. He will take no barred doors. He does everything to find out answers about anything Beatle. In fact, he was hired by the Harrison family to be the go-to historian for George's famous biographical film, Living in the Material World, and he also served in that capacity for Reels Network. He emceed and did the research for, was the historian for celebrity legacies and celebrity image control. But at the fest, he's going to actually be focusing on his best-selling book, The Beetle Who Vanished. And he's going to bring it to life in a special way, and we're going to get him on the line and get him to tell you about that. So hang on. Jim, are you there? I'm here, Jude. Thank you so much for having me on your show again. Well, I always love having you here. You know that. And can't wait to see you. We are almost, we're almost there, aren't we? We are. I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, working together with you on our joint audio video presentation at the I Fest. I am, too. Last. You and I have, have knocked ourselves out on this thing. I think we have over a hundred really rare photos of the Beatles, uh, thanks in part to a, a lot of research that you've done, thanks to Sarah Schmidt of Meet the Beatles real.com who gave us a lot of photos and it's going to be a great 45 minute presentation. Tell our listeners what we'll be talking about. 
Well, um, you, by the way, came up with the great title, The Eventful and Curious 1964 Beatles World Tour. And I thought that was a great title. And rather than just sort of a straightforward telling of the tour, you had the great idea to highlight some of the more interesting and curious aspects of the Beatles whirlwind uh, trip around the world. So we will be counting down, you and I, the 10 most intriguing aspects of the tour while covering the highs and the lows and, and showing people photos they've probably never, ever seen before. And attendees at the fest will get to see, will get to see the great photos and hear some really great stories. Well, you wrote the book, The Beetle Who Vanished, and it was really the thing that inspired us to do this presentation. So tell everybody how that is really the crux of this presentation. How does it relate to that world tour? Well, just a, a quick summary of my book. It's called The Beetle Who Vanished. It's the first historical account of Jimmy Nickel, who is kind of an unknown drummer whose journey from humble beginnings to saving the Beatles' first tour when Ringo got ill was only one part of his legend, and though his 13 days of fame made headlines, the true mystery of Nichols' story is riddled with blacklisting, betrayal, drugs, divorce, bankruptcy, and an eventual disappearance that led many to question whether he's dead or alive. And in mm -hmm. our presentation, Two of the top ten curious events of the world tour include uh, Jimmy Nichols. So I'll be discussing how Jimmy um, was actually the third drummer asked to sub for Ringo, the first to turn the Beatles down, if you can believe it, and how yeah. his recruitment came about. And then I'll also discuss how the tour fared with Jimmy driving the rhythm bus and some of the surprises and how it ended. Yeah, yeah, and it's sad. I mean, as we were putting this together, the whole presentation together, my husband, who was doing a lot of the AV work for us, just kept yeah. saying, this Jimmy Nichols story is killing me. This story is so sad. So it is really a touching, touching story. I mean, there are going to be some funny moments in this presentation and some moments that people are not going to believe that the Beatles agreed to, but yeah. it's a sad story too, isn't it? Well, it's sad that he didn't get to be the Beatles drummer, which was in his mind. But at the same time, uh, as people will learn at my other um, panels, you know, where I'm just talking about the book, he had a very uh, successful and interesting uh, post-Beatles career, but he kept disappearing and doing it all over the world. Yeah. Yeah, he did, the beetle who vanished. Well, I know that we'll be giving our talk on Friday night. That much I know, but I'm not right. quite sure when and year, where yet. Do you have any idea? Well, um, first and foremost, you know, I'm happy to say that you and I will be in the Beatles marketplace sharing the same booth, signing our books for the fans. Anybody who's interested in our books will be there. Um, I'll be joining you on stage at around 5.30 on Friday night, for the there big authors panel in the main ballroom. I think later in that evening, you and I will be doing the audio video 
presentation, and people can check their uh, schedules when they get there. And I believe later in the evening after that, when I should be asleep, I yep. will be uh, appearing in the discussion room, uh, perhaps talking with Susan Ryan, I'm not sure, in more depth about Jimmy Nichols' career um, as the Beatle Who Vanished. And people need to see that. I came, I brought my dinner, and you can do that. You can pick up your dinner, bring it in the room, and sit and listen to Jim's talk. And I saw it last year. It is fantastic. So do not miss these things. And, Jim, I am really looking forward to our really big show. It is, I think it's going to be great, don't you? I do. I really do. I'm looking forward to it. I, I love working with you on this. And, and, you know, if I can just sort of plug you for a minute here, if people haven't read any of the the books you've written on the John Lennon series, they're really missing out because if, you know, when you read Jude's books, you feel like you're a fly on the wall. You are in the room with John Lennon growing up and then with the Beatles and, and on through his life, and it's the most amazing Thing. Jude has, has done interviews with millions of people. Well, millions is probably an exaggeration, but <laughs> hundreds or thousands of people who knew John Lennon, and her books are really a gift to all of us. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, well, I think we're a good combo, and we will have a great time at the table. And So yeah. come by and meet us and talk Beatles and grab our books, and we have a lot of special giveaways and surprises, so come find out what they are. And I'll see you in eight days, my friend. I can't wait to see you, Jude. Thanks so much for okay. having me on. Oh, I enjoyed it as always. See you soon. Take care. Thank Bye-bye. Thank you, Jim. All right, so the 10 best of the fast, and we're up to number eight, which is going to remain a secret. But I will give you a hint. Here is something that our number eight celebrity, very famous guest, might say. He might say, men, who will your wives say that you most remind them of? John Lennon, Paul McCartney, George Harrison or Ringo Starr, what did your wife say? Hmm, what celebrity might have said that? Well, he'll be there at the Fest for Beatles fans, and he has a big connection to the Beatles, so don't miss meeting this star. Now, at number seven, Michelle Joni Lapidos, our resident 1960s girl who absolutely should have been born in the 60s, has a ton of happenings aboard. She has Beatles nature walks, Beatles yoga, a groovy discussion with Al Sussman and Andrew Grant Jackson about the impact of the year 1965 on music. And if you haven't been following Al Sussman, who is tweeting and Facebooking about the impact of 1965, follow him on Twitter at asus. 49, A-S-U-S-S 49 on Twitter, and also Al Sussman on Facebook, because he is talking about the impact of 65 on music and posting lots of great YouTube videos. And there's also something very sweet and special that's going to happen in the Faboratory that Michelle Lapidos has created, her Happening Central. And it's going to be led by none other than the author of three, three books in the Recipe Record series, Lena Stagg. 
Now, Lena has had an incredible, incredible year. First, she released her great new Beatles book in the Recipe Records series, Recipe Records, A Tribute to the Beatles. And if you haven't gotten that, it combines her passion for rock and roll with her love of food and cooking. And the recipes are all Beatles theme. So you're going to love that. And then she released her touching new book, Little Dog in the Sun. She calls it a kid-dult book, and we're going to ask her to tell us a little bit about that. But the topic is how death and loss affects each of us and how we deal with that. So we'll be visiting with her in just a few moments to talk about Little Dog in the Sun. She also has a show right here on Blog Talk Radio, and it is called Recipe Records. So you're not going to want to miss that. What a lady. She will be at the fest with her Beatles Cafe t-shirt. She's going to tell you about that. And she's also made a special giveaway. So if you come by her table and buy her recipe records books, you're going to be able to get her special giveaway, and it might just have something to do with cooking and with the Beatles and with music and food and fun. So don't miss her special giveaway. We're going to bring her on in just a few minutes, and we will find out about what she's doing. But while we're waiting for Lena to come on the line, we'll talk about the Faboratory that Michelle has created in honor of the happenings of the 1960s, Michelle Lapidos is giving you a chance not just to sit and learn about the Beatles or to go and hear a great band like Liverpool, who will be performing with Mark Hudson, but it will give you a chance to participate in Beatles events. And in the Faboratory, you will be able to actually take part in a Beatles yoga class or go on a Beatles walk or get down on the ground and do a chalk painting about the Beatles or to write on a bulletin board something about the Beatles or to do poetry about the Beatles. So don't miss out on the Faboratory. Now that is our number eight selection. While we're waiting for Landa to call, we're going to move right on and talk about our next few selections. One at number six is a secret, but I will give you a hint about this one. This is a big name in Beatles history, a distinguished, erudite, shiny as an apple, <clears throat> apple executive. You won't want to miss meeting this person at the fest, August 14th through the 16th. He will be signing autographs talking and sharing his time with the Beatles, so don't miss out on this guest. At number five, one of my very favorite guests of the fest, the only journalist who actually traveled with the Beatles on the North American tour without missing a single day. He was there, and he brings that tour to life in his well-written, fun, fascinating, witty book called The Beatles on Tour and Me. Who is he? Well, none other than Ivor Davis, and he's looking forward to meeting you in Chicago. Now, guys and gals, Ivor is a silver-tongued charmer, so when you go to that table, watch your wallets, and ladies, watch your hearts. Ah, never mind. Just lose your heart to Ivor. He'll treat you right. Ivor Davis at number five. 
So we're up to number four, and our count up to number one, and my number four selection is, well, I'm not going to say what my number four selection is, but go to rebeatmag.com, rebeatmag.com, read the article of the 10 best of the fest, and you're going to I have just found out that our show, which is supposed to be an hour show, is about to cut out. So we're going to come back with part two of the show, and we will start with Lena Stagg. This is going to be the end of part one. Pick us up for part two in just a few minutes. Until then, ta and shine on. <laughs> 